are back, 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 back again. Hi, Alec, I missed you. Hi, Priyanka, I missed you, my granddaughter. You've been on the road changing hearts and minds with your drag talent across the great white north. Well, yeah, that's exactly true. And also, I'm excited because we have another talented drag artist to join us today. She goes by the name of uh, Silky Nutmeg Ganache. She's the all-star of all-stars, and she's here to talk with us today. So let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Silky, we are so excited to have you today because you're not only iconic, but you're just as unhinged as I am. Absolutely. (laughs) I live life freely without regrets, and everybody should do that, you know? I agree. Has that always been a part of who you are, Silky? Absolutely. As a kid, it's so crazy. I went to my family reunion after season 11, and they were just like on the microphones, you know, everything you saw on season 11 is what we've been experiencing for years. So, you know, like they were just like, we love that you're crazy, you're kooky and that you always are the life of the party. You have a good time. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yeah, me because, too. Because like I have, I have some like tea that I want to like tell you that <gasps> I don't know if you know. What? But when, like... I just want to say, like, justice for Silky. Like, you know when, like, they always say that Jan is robbed? I think you're robbed. (laughs) I think you're robbed because whenever we watch somebody on TV, it's so beautiful to watch them be unapologetically themselves. Mm -hmm. And you do that. But for some reason, these fuckers on the internet were so mean to you. Is that what happened? Yeah, walk us through that. You said that at the, at the end of the episode that you got a lot of season 11 hate and it made you hold back during this time. So take us back to season 11 and the reaction to you on social media. What happened? So on season 11, I was just being my authentic self, loud, loud, uh, live, loud, and in, in, in a color, you know? <laughs> and that was not light, you know? It, it felt like I was always, because I was a big black queer drag queen, that everyone Mm -hmm. thought they should be able to put me in my place. And by that, I mean, like, you have six um, six white men that are just like, you more, you're not even worth, you're not even supposed to be on this show. And, you know, they be like, it all comes from, you know, children, don't worry about it. When you click on these profiles, Mm -hmm. they are like dentists of, you know, that has their own dentist practice. Some of them are lawyers. And I'm like, y'all are professional people. Like trying to put me in my place, mm-hmm. but every the moment right. I said that I was a black educated, you know, drag queen, everybody tried to prove me wrong from there, and I got hate from the first episode. Like, no one liked me, but I won like a lot. I think I won three main challenges and four main yeah. challenges. And, and meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, may I add that you were one of the reasons to watch the show. We everybody yeah, tunes into Drag Race year after year, and it's kind of like the people that make the show worth watching are the queens. And you were definitely one yeah. of the standouts of season eleven. So, when it was there a point where you took it personally and then got over it? I mean, what happened? I mean, I'm always interested in people's reaction to social media. So I, I took it very personally. Only because, like, I, I'm a black man in America, so mm-hmm. I, I got tough skin. I've dealt with a lot. But it, it got personal to me because some of the people 
that I have helped my entire life, like within the LGBT community. When I lived in Indianapolis mm. and Chicago, when people were in need, I was always that financial stable friend. So everybody always mm-hmm. came to me whenever they needed something mm-hmm. or they was going to get kicked out their apartment. I've, I've housed a lot of people. When I was a college Love recruiter, it. I was showing people how to get a better life. I asked I mm. a few trans sisters to, you know, stay with me for they won't be on the street. Like, so I'm, it sounds as if you felt a little betrayed by your own community. It sounds very like. much like, so like I got on this TV show and everything that I've ever done for my community didn't matter anymore. And that hurt me wow. to my core, especially because mm. some of my gay family um, had opinions yeah. or like an article would come out and it all be false. And they'll reshare it and say, like, I knew this about her. I've known her like this for years, you know. <gasps> like, I, I'm like, what the hell are you talking You know, I, I blocked a lot of drag family. Um, right. Yeah. Like, As you do. And, like, I'm just like, why do I, a person of color, try to do, do an opportunity to better, you know, my life and everybody hate me? And so I put that very right. personally for that reason. But not for any other reason, but for that reason that the community that I've raised mm-hmm. thousands of, if not millions of dollars for, for charity and everything, like I am hated. And so I got to a point where I was just like, I, I don't have to do with this anymore. So going back to making the decision to go back to All Stars, I really didn't want to go back. I had said in multiple interviews that I would <laughs> never go back. But thinking mm. about coronavirus and we were sitting at the house not doing anything. It was just like, Silky, maybe you should go back and um, kind of to, um, I don't know, go back and hopefully people will see you in a different light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they did. And, that, and that's what it was. Like, it was so refreshing to see you back on TV, to be like, you know, the people that like were mean to you. It's like they didn't let you, they didn't get you down because like being a drag race girl is fucking weird. Like when they announced my season, brown people were like, yeah, your name's Priyanka, but like how brown are you actually? I'm like, what? Oh my God, nobody's like, what, ever happy like, about is, anything. But like what's happening? Still to this day get questioned about representation. I did an interview last mm-hmm. week where I went off on the journalist about representation. You know, they got... Simone, mm-hmm. who was the ebb and the tentress, you know, that's representation. But the season that actually had seven black girls, two Asian um, girls, three um, L- Latino girls, that's not representation. I know, mm-hmm. I know. And and it's it's so funny that those questions are, are to us, queer people of color. They uh-huh. never ask a white person, never. how do you feel about representing? But before we get into this, because um, we could, this is a really deep subject, we can... Before we get into it, I want to uh, share a bit of wisdom that Alaska shared with me on my mental health podcast, Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist. Uh, she so said good. that um, she got a lot of love during her season and then a lot of hate during All Stars. Like all, it's like she's felt the whole internet just turned on her. And she said what she realized mm. is if you believe the good, you believe the bad. But she goes, I got over it at one point when I realized that none of it was real. And it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's just words. It's just dots on a piece of paper. It like has nothing to do with reality. It's it's how much we invest in it as people. How much? And like you just said, you've done all this work 
um, for the community. You've you've been a generous friend, and all of the tweets had nothing to do with that. And it's kind of like you have to come from a place where I know who I am, and that has nothing to do with me. Well, would you agree? Kind of. Um, yeah, kind good of. For her, but ish. she's also a white cis man in America, so that's good for her. Certainly. That yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. For me. <laughs> so that's good, good for, for her. her. But that does yeah. for me. What works for me was realizing once I started to get the hate, that's when the dollars start trickling in. Wow. <laughs> so Trolling for dollars. My black ass was like, it. wait a minute. These people hate me. Like I started Silky's Snack Shack, the cooking show. And the first couple of episodes, so 6,000 views. I was like, damn, this is kind of low. Then all of a sudden the haters catch on to it. And they pushed it up to uh, 60,000, 70,000. Wow. And I was like, oh, y'all got me monetized. I'm getting coins yeah. in it. That's when my black ass was like, you know what? These haters are going to keep you living. And guess what? You got to deal with them. <laughs> so in my Meet the Queens. Isn't that amazing? I said in my Meet the Queens, they, everybody talking about what you going to do about hate. You know, don't do it to the girl. I said, bring me more hate. Come on in. I <laughs> <laughs> hate because the a harsh reality of it is I worked during coronavirus and me and Priyanka did an, an event together. I worked with wow. that never worked. I'm working with girls that got millions of followers, 500,000 followers, this, that, and the other. But when you look at the insights, I may have one of the lowest followings. But if you really look That's into it, how I many people come to my page each week, it's more than a million. So the people are, are there, clearly. They just don't want to follow, but they are, they're trickling in. So that's what changed my mind. It was just like, Silky, rechange the way you're thinking, girl, because if the haters want to hate, let them. Why are you taking that personal? Like, I mean, I, let me right. tell you, and I had to count my blessings. Miss Silky, you getting all this hate, but you done took your grandmother to London, England. You done took her to Toronto, Canada. Canada. You have taken her to Japan. Ain't nobody, ain't not a lot of drag race girls could afford to do that and still make a decent living. And I did that. I was like, girl, you're living the dream. You're doing everything to them. So it really wasn't about mental health or anything. It was about, girl, this dollar's a word to lend and girl, take advantage of it. Right. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like you, you refocused yourself on the good stuff. Yeah. I'm so dead. This is amazing because like Alec and I are very like meant to be believe in yourself like you know figure out a way you're you're like fuck that I'm getting paid <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me it's killing me it's so that's good that's exactly no, how but it it's, it's I think it's another side of the same coin you guys I think it's about like focusing on what's working and focusing how, focusing yeah. on the benefits like you just said you focus on the blessings of things and you are very fortunate to like be a world traveler and to take your grandmama all those places that's wonderful i'm trying to buy a house at the beginning of the year and let me tell you mm -hmm. i and you know all stars did change a lot of things around to me and you know at times i get offended and because i'm on such a high and you know people are loving and praising me I'm not addressing anything. I'm not taking anything to heart or saying anything. But some of the stuff is offensive. I find offensive because mm -hmm. people are just like, Silky, I'm glad that you have changed as a human being. And I'm like, 
that's offensive to say to me. Like, my heart has always been there in front of the cameras. Mm-hmm. But at, mm-hmm. On season 11, my character was good entertainment. My character wasn't to be the home girl. My character wasn't be, to be the loving girl. Because everything that I did in All Stars, I did on season 11. So, you know, I, I take a little bit of offense to that. Um, and I ain't going to say nothing because the money has been lovely. So since the last <laughs> Thursday, since I've been eliminated, I've sold more shit on my website in the last, what, four or five days that I've sold in the last three years. Don't that's care. Amazing. You know, like, that's a blessing. So, I, you know, that's how I truly feel. I ain't going to put it on Twitter. Don't care. If y'all think I'm, I'm a better human being, I'm going to let y'all believe what you want to believe at this point. Because you know what? <laughs> Television changes your perception. Not any of my accomplishments, not anything that I've done in my past life that has gotten me to the point, you know, just the one-hour t- television show. So, you know, if that's what you want to believe, just go on and believe it, girl. I don't care no more. Right. What did you get in Chicago? Are you performing? I am performing at Roscoe's on Thursday and Friday. I just left for gig in Atlanta. I've decided to just come a couple of days early because, you know, I lived here and um, I really moved to Chicago because my gay mother moved here and mm-hmm. um, I'm at her condo and she's at work and she has um, edibles and drinks and food over there. And <laughs> I'm not going to partake in any of it because I'm on a diet. I'm on a, a seafood diet. So whatever I, when I get you know good in that kitchen, I'm gonna see what she got and I'm gonna eat it because I'm on a seafood diet. There you go, the seafood <laughs> diet. Well, without any further ado, let's get into episode uh, three. Yeah, episode, episode three, three was all about an acting challenge. This week we have a bit of uh, comedy and acting for the challenge. And Jiggly missed out this week. Who did you want to work with? Well, we did, we weren't given a choice. It was just like bye. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, had we done it, done it, I, to be honest, I would prefer all the season 11 girls get together because if y'all can recall Mia Curia and Scarlett was on the show, we did the acting challenge together, which won that week, Mm -hmm. won, but we didn't really win. We had the tops and the bottoms, but beyond that, we did the, uh, get, uh, good girl, get out. So I would have just chose yeah. Roger, myself, Akira, and Scarlett. And I think, like, for, we all have a different energy about each other. And, you know, we all play a different role. And I think that we would have came up with something great. Yeah, I agree. I love the season 11 acting challenge. Me too. When Yeah, when you did get out and um, v- Vanjie played the uh, the drag dad. I'm a cool drag yeah, dad. Yeah, mom, yeah. <laughs> So which category do you think you would have picked uh, among those commercials? I would have chose the same one we had. And I mm-hmm. I say this to this day, like, I was just quiet. But when it finally clicked in what we should have done, it was too late to, like, refocus and regroup. Mm-hmm. But how of a disastrous many roles that we had, I wish that I did mention it just so we could have regrouped. It probably would have been easier to regroup and start over. But I would have chose sure. that, the Renner Queen. And I would have made fun of the fandom of RuPaul's Drag Race. I would <laughs> have, and this is what our group should have done. Akira should have been RuPaul. Um, Jan should have been Michelle Visage. And Ginger mm. should have been Ross Matthews. And I should have been like the host. And we should have been Renner Queen. 
and you'll never be able to afford RuPaul. RuPaul. That should have been the whole premises. You can't afford RuPaul. <laughs> but we have these queens. And, you know, we could have played fun with, like, Trixie said, winner, winner, chicken, dinner, you know? Like, just play fun mm-hmm. with all the bad stuff that we're going to come. And then, you know, have somebody asking, hi, how is RuPaul in person? And then we cut over to that because we don't know this shit. I don't know RuPaul as a human being or what she likes to eat on a regular basis. I don't know that. I just know professional RuPaul. So I would have just asked, you know, I would have just made fun of it all, you know, or Michelle beside, how do you like your titties and pull out the breastplate or something? You know, like that's what I would have done. I wish I would have thought of that. It probably would have been a lot easier, a lot funnier. We all could have, because there was already a conversation the episode before about how the fandom treats us a little and like funny things that they yeah. say. And so like we could have just played on all of that. And my myself not wanting to take over or be in control. I ain't say much. So shame on me for that. But I know for the next go round. Yeah, for the next one. For the next go round. So we see you open up about getting into your head, getting in your own way. And then we do talk about the fandom, as you just mentioned. And then the thing about, like, leaving drag altogether is, like, quite a heavy thing. Because it's, like, when you actually sit there, like, drag brings so much happiness. Mm -hmm. But when it doesn't bring you happiness, it's almost kind of like a mind fuck. So, obviously, you're happy that you're still a drag entertainer, I'm I'm hoping. Um, (laughs) And, um... Are you still going to get your PhD? Um, at this time in my life, I don't know. It, it's going to happen, mm. but like, I don't see it happening in the next five years. Like, I'm 31 year old. I have so much going right now. I'm my own agent now. I'm currently yeah. applying to be, become a part of the Speakers Bureau. So, like, to become a motivational speaker, a certified motivational mm. speaker. Wow. Like, I have so much going on. I want to write a book. Well, a few books. Actually, I just had a book come out. And like thinking that we're on a thing because I was going to show you. Priyanka, you're in the book. I'm in the book. I, I don't know if I've ever. Well, you never pick up my phone call. So you don't know that. Ooh. I called you today, bitch. You're caught, <laughs> I just came up with a book called uh, Cocktails for a Queen. And it's a recipe cocktail book um, <gasps> that I dedicate a cocktail to each queen based on their personality. Oh my God. So what's in mine? What's yeah, in mine? What's in a Priyanka cocktail? What's in a Priyanka tale? Called the um, Princess of Chaos. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's getting the book. And you know, a fun fact, Priyanka, you are the first person in the book. Yes! Fun fact, first girl. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I love it! Silky, I love getting to know this part of you. I mean, if you were to get your PhD, what would your PhD be in? It would be in global leadership. Um, mm. What I wanted to do before getting on Drag Race, first of all, I didn't even plan on auditioning for Drag Race. It was just <laughs> everything went wrong, and I was just like, shoot, what else I got to lose? And submitted an audition tape and was shocked as hell when they asked mm-hmm. me to come be on. But I, I wanted to be um, an interim CEO of companies. And I wanted to go to different companies. And um, there's a guy named Bob uh, Bob Nolan that does mm-hmm. this. He's a black guy. Um, he's an interim CEO. He's getting older. And so I know he's not. He goes to companies and rebuild them. And he stays there for them. a year. And he go, they pay him wow. a shit ton of money. 
He rebuild them. He look at their financials and set them up for success. And that's what I, I kind of started to wanted to do. And so I was going to go get a PhD in global leadership and hopefully teach a little bit because I come from a family of teachers. My mom was a teacher. My grandmother was a teacher and just retired at the age of 83 because of COVID. Um, mm. Younger brother in school to be a teacher. Older brother is now a principal. So, you know, I came from a family of educators and that's kind of what I, I wanted to do. I love that. I love that. It's genetic. It's genetic. And I think teaching and is a real you're vocation. Now you the children. Right. Yeah I, yeah, I just imagine, I'm imagining you as like a corporate fixer showing up at Amazon. <laughs> that would be awesome. But now that, you know, that we drag, if I go back and get my PhD, I want to do um, talks on gender studies or like, like how drag race has become a big thing of culture. Why aren't we having curriculum about um, drag yeah. and the history of drag mm-hmm. well, hopefully I can mm-hmm. feel that up and because there are LGBT studies gender studies and maybe yeah. that, that's what I can do and so that's what I'm There's, playing and the history of drag goes way way back Right. I mean, we're discovering more and more about the LGBT history of drag and more, I was reading during Black History Month that there was a freed slave who made, the li- who made a living as a drag queen like was had was born oh, into no slavery, cross-dressed, was entertaining people, and ended up on the New York stage. I'll have to Google it for you, uh, but it was it was yeah. a fascinating story. And I think that hearing hearing those stories about what a rich history, you know, a rich queer history we have is 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 good for us all around. Now, uh, the drag fixers won the challenge. Um, do you think that they deserved it? Who do you think should have won? Um, looking at it, I would have chose them. Okay, mm. I would rather the winner though. Yeah. Well, because Roger Rod, or Pandora, they were the ones that put it together. You know, they were like right. the team leaders. And they assigned parts and they wrote the whole thing. So why not give it to one of them? You know, that's my personal opinion. Good idea. I love that. I, lo- I, love, a, I love a personal opinion. Me too. Um, so who, <laughs> if you, <laughs> I'm going to stir the pot now. Oh, here bitch. we go. Here we go. The pot. It's time to stir the so, turd. Um, oh, wait, wait. I want to know, out of all your sisters, who would you have sent home? I know you picked Akirius. I would have voted for Jan. Jan. If Akiria didn't tell me to vote for her and I had to vote for her, I would have definitely chose Jan. Um, episode one, she excused me, but um, I did an interview where I said <laughs> where she lip synced to a track. She didn't lip sync to a track. She sang with her voice on a track. Yeah, like you sing over yourself. Uh, yeah, she she doubled her track, no. which I still no. sang completely live. So, like you, you just had instrumental. I, well, I was the instrumental because I played piano. That was my plan, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I definitely would have ch- ch- like week one. That would have been a chop for me. That's probably why she, did, <laughs> why she didn't um, win. Like no shade to her, but I'm just looking at each week because I'm very big on efforts. And yeah. the song was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, performing it, you did it safely. Wow. She knows. I think That's what she did. So wow. then we go to week two. Jan brought a blue corset from her home and decorated it with the funeral flowers. So if we talking about a Kyria outfit wasn't working out, she made a completely new outfit. My outfit got stolen, trash. I don't know what happened. So I'm sewing like a mad woman the day of. So if we go on by efforts, I don't think she put in enough effort. Am I saying that she cheated? Because mm. she had something to say about I saying that she's cheating by bringing a blue corset from home. 
I'm not saying that you are cheating because the judges didn't say that you cheated. The producers didn't say that you cheated when you pulled that blue corset out your bag. But at the same time, you didn't put in enough effort. They had corsets. Why didn't you, you know, cover a corset, you know, or something? But I think that right, she right. least, I think she put in the least effort. So I would have had to vote for Jay. And then if you go to the critiques, my critique was I didn't have Sparkle that day. Her critique was they don't know if she has Sparkle. Ooh. That like that's a far Maybe. worse critique than what my. <laughs> that is that's bad. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, she certainly brought the drama to this episode. You know, arguing that she's in the bottom by default and not really in the bottom. So as a fellow team member, what was your reaction to this? I was upset with that air ginger for that same reason. Like she was like, if I didn't, if I wasn't with my team, I would have been in the top. And I'm like, ginger, you created this. If anybody should have been in the bottom, you should have been in the bottom. They didn't like your outfit or your makeup. Like mistaken. It's just not. And then like, I, this is why I'm upset with Trinity K. Bonet as well. Oh, oh, here we go. Actually, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Silky's going to pick a bone with Maternity Cable now. <laughs> oh, don't go away. <laughs> Welcome back to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. We are breaking down All Stars Season 6, Episode 3. It's myself, Priyanka, and Alec Amapa, and our very special guest, Silky Nutmeg. She was robbed. Oh, <laughs> yay! You're saying that I was robbed, so thank So... So before the break, we were talking about <laughs> you were just you're mad at Trinity. Giving you're your mad at Trinity. Yeah. So what what is the bone to pick with Trinity mm. K Bonet? My my thing with Trinity, she gave us all like very the bottom four girls. She was very like mm, when talking to us. It's like she didn't even want to listen to us. I don't know. She had her mind already made up. She didn't allow us mm. to plead our case. She didn't listen to it. And then for me specifically, Trinity K. Bonet sat there and told me, girl, take a deep breath. Sit down. Girl, I got you. You good. Oh, black girl yep. to black girl, what does that mean? I'm right. not or I would assume that mean I'm not gonna pick your lipstick. And mm-hmm. going on there, it looks like she chose my lipstick. So I have a problem with that. And the biggest problem of it all is week one, you were the worst in the talent show. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty smelly. That was pretty bad. You were the absolute worst. But we gave you the courtesy to plead your case and to say why you deserve to be there. And we heard you out. For her to have that power, and we all could have clearly sent her home week one, and for her not to give us that same courtesy, especially me, uh, that girl. I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's very shady, and I'm very like I'm upset with that. And have uh, you had a chance I, to speak with her since then? Oh, we did, and let's just say we both found a mutual agreement that we'll probably never say another word to each other in life. Oh. Oh well, it it changes the definition of you're good. It's kind of like okay, that's <laughs> I don't know if I can. A... Yeah, Priyanka, you're good. You're good. 
You're good. You're fired. Fuck. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah, you're good. I'm sorry. You're fired. I'm sorry. You know, you don't really think about the fallout of this of this show and the friendships it creates and the the friendships it kind of erodes. And I'm I'm sorry to hear that you guys. Oh yeah. Will never be That's... speaking again. No, don't don't be sorry about that because let me tell you something. Tell us, Silky. I've supported her back in the day when she was competing mm-hmm. in pageants and everything. So. I don't know what kind of game you're playing. Like, I don't know what you're saying there. And I wish that I was, I could have told the girls to beware and watch out. I had always had like that chip on my shoulder towards her since we filmed. And I've tried to explain to like Akira where it was coming from, but Akira didn't understand. But once it showed on television, she completely understood. I am one girl. I am one girl, like for me, I'm a very, I'm an emotional being. And yep. season 11, like I, I know that's why people say I wasn't vulnerable or anything, but I would be so upset or say something or I would just go cry in my room. I would never cry on television. I would never try to be emotional because I didn't want people to take that, you know, have that power over me. This. And yeah. um, I must say what she did hurt my feelings. It's not um, pulled my lipstick. We talking black girl to black girl here. Mm, Fuck RuPaul Drag Race, any of that. Mm-hmm, We're talking black girl mm-hmm. to black girl because black girls we don't have each other. We only have each other. And mm. you know, this girl was just like, I'm deciding to vote on what I think the viewers were like. So that uh, means that you're you the viewers don't like me, so that means you gonna choose me now. Like it's gonna be easier for them to not hate you because you chose me like this oh is- wow that's deep that you've like given this a lot of thought that's like a basement to this understanding and a basement below that basement exactly so this is how i was feeling when we was filming you know like mm. i was talking about i'm gonna do what the viewers would want and so the viewers Ugh. you would get no hate because you didn't sent silky home and that backfire you know it's this this to me kind of speaks to you know any kind of reality program. We we try to tell everybody uh, who are our listeners every week that the queens who get on the show have been through so much already, been through so much racism and bigotry and homophobia and transphobia that just send them nothing but love online. But this speaks to me about how vulnerable you make yourself on that show. You know, just going yep. out there and representing yourself and your art and all the people that came before you. It's its really a tough road, tougher than most people would imagine. Absolutely. And let me clarify one thing. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that Kennedy K. Bonet was supposed to save me because I was, I am black. Mm-hmm. I am saying Trinity K. Bonet was supposed to give me the same courtesy I gave her week one. Interesting. Okay. I get it. I'm hearing you. And, you know, another thing plays into it. Most of the girls didn't think I was going to be in the bottom week one. They thought I was going to be in the top. And so when I ended up in the bottom, so I'm like, y'all girls picking my lipstick. And y'all said, I, I, so technically, that should have been my first time in the bottom, right? If we're thinking about it that way. You know, mm-hmm. it's so many mm-hmm. things that play into it. I really haven't talked about much of it, but all of that, like, really just like, Wow. I'm so grateful now that more than anything that the fandom has kind of wrapped their arm around me through this. I know. It's really sweet. I saw a meme this morning Uh on on Instagram 
of somebody uh, coming to your defense because Laganja Estranja came out and, and threw her corset at you. Well, and it hit you right in the lap. And there was a shot of it. And it was very sweet. It was just kind of like, oh, look how look what they did to Silky Nutmeg Ganache. So there are people out there who care about you deeply. Uh, Laganja was back for the lip sync and delivers one of the best performances uh, in a while. Uh, um, how was it watching it in the room? How was that in the room? Live? I think all eyes were on Laganja. I think we would have enjoyed it more had Laganja just sat up there lip sync by herself. <laughs> no oh one would have been in the way of her, you know. Like from the moment Laganja came out, she rocked it. Like there was no yeah. denying. Yeah, that was quite an entrance. Unless, mm-hmm. like for her style of drag, the only way anyone was going to win that lip sync is had they pulled out as many tricks as Laganja did. Laganja did every mm-hmm. trick that her mind could think of from the beginning of the song yeah. to the end of the song. Yeah, she did everything but pull a rabbit out of her pussy. She really did. Literally, though. like, yeah. I, I honestly think she did. Like, I think <laughs> really did. Like, I honestly saw. I think I. I think I saw. And I know, like, people were like Laganja, how dare you? You know, hit Silky with your corset, and I wasn't mad because I was like, bitch, have your moments. Like, moment, and that was the coolest thing about seeing her is like when she jumped into the split, and, mm. and then it, like the light. Like, it's one thing for a light to be on you; it's another thing for you to fully be embracing that light. She was like very settled and very happy to be back, right? Right, and to celebrate right. her achievements up to this point. It, well, it felt like it felt like she was proud of herself. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it felt like. Watching her, she was like, "Bitch, I'm back, and I don't care. I'm just yeah. gonna have because she had a rough going her Absolutely. season with the yeah. the adore felt, drama. And... It felt like a rebirth for me watching Laganja yeah. because also she's she's had an interesting journey lately. She has just recently come out as a proud trans woman and is living her her trans identity. So I'm sure that you know it was noticeable when she came on. She came on with a completely different energy. She seemed a lot freer." And happier. Completely yeah. different. And I remember being eliminated and walking in the back. And she's walking there, trying to rush her out. You know, there's mm-hmm. formalities of the show. We won't get into that. But yeah. she was just like, girl, I'm so sorry. And after she had her, you know, my, my exit, she was just like, oh, girl, I'm really so sorry. And I'm just like, girl, don't be sorry. You know, like, it is what it RuPaul is. Paul sounded upset. RuPaul had that exhale when she found out. How? What about that? I, I don't think RuPaul expected it. I know that I'm one of RuPaul's favorite girls. Mm-hmm. RuPaul loves um, mm-hmm. But loves at the same you. time, I don't think it was because RuPaul loved me. I think it was from the runway. I didn't do a bad job in the the challenge, and I hadn't been doing bad. You know, like it was just how it all just played out. You know. Yeah, it was it was a genuine moment of emotion where she was like, oh, <laughs> it was, yeah. you can see that she was very upset. But an hour later, backstage, you hear about the game within the game. Absolutely. Ooh. Wow. Ooh, I'm excited. We about don't the game we don't know what the game. game within the game is yet. And we're not allowed to talk about it. Um, but what can you tease? What, like, what you can you tease? Us? What can you let us know? Well, I can let you know so far that. Ghibli and uh, Serena Cha-Cha has gotten the same message I've gotten. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, you know what? Listen, Silky, we have loved 
loved, loved getting to know more about you and your service to the community and your, your family's history as educators. And if anybody's listening to this, I don't think anybody's going to walk away not knowing how big a heart you have. And I, we want to thank you for sharing that with us today. Oh, no. Thank you for having me on. It's such an honor to be here. I'm glad that y'all prolonged the time to make sure I got off my flight to get up here, even though I was still Absolutely. My flight. But thank you. You know, I've been enjoying these. You know, when we was doing press week, I didn't enjoy the interviews because everybody was just like, what you regret from season 11? I was like, I ain't regret nothing. And then they would question it. And I'm just like, bitch, why would you question somebody you just invited to speak with? You know? <laughs> I'm telling you my Is that the way to treat a guest? I know. And so I've let a lot of journalists have it. But since that episode, I think everybody's like, oh, now we get it. You know, like, mm. I remember talking to like one of the producers. She was just like, Silky, for what you've done in three episodes, these people are going to love you. And I just always mm. had my doubt. I just doubted it. Like, they, yeah. you know, season 11, producers kept telling me, they're going to love you. You're going to be the next Shangela. And then we see how that happens. So, you know, like. <laughs> well, a Shangela with a dollar sign. All the money, now that the money's rolling in and you're a global traveler. Um, Silky, we love you. We got some wrap out announcements to do. Uh, Priyanka, hit it. Drag Race Espana oh, is so currently good. airing right now. You can head over to Wow Presents Plus right now and watch it. Alec is ob. I am obsessed. It makes me want to go to Barcelona, a city known for artistic treasures. If you haven't watched Drag Race España, run. Don't watch a WoW Presents dot com. We have a special offer. Check out our World of Wonder store at worldofwonder.com for all things RuPaul's Drag Race and get your merch. You can save 10%. I'm I'm Asian, so I love a discount. You can save 10% off with the code Drag Race Podcast. Priyanka, you have your own show. That's Tell right. us about it. I do. We just celebrated the season finale of What's My Game? Yay! And it was honestly such an incredible experience. It's crazy that all eight episodes are out there. I had so much fun working on it. What was your I'm favorite? Excited to... What's your favorite episode? My favorite episode was for sure with Alaska and Brittany Broski, the last one, because it was so chaotic. Like, oh, I'm obsessed. I keep watching them over and over again. Because Obsessed. <laughs> Before we uh, sign out, Silky, where can people find you on your socials and where can they buy your merch? Um, Everything is Silky Ganache, S-I-L-K-Y-G-A-N-A-C-H-E. The new cookbook is $40, and they're selling, selling, selling. Um, and you can buy that on silkyganache.com. We do international shipping. So, yes, you can buy the book Fabulous. from a different country. And Silky Ganache, Insta, Twitter, TikTok. I went to the bank earlier, and the lady's like, are you from TikTok? <laughs> Pre, where can people find you on your socials? Same as Silky on the TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, thequeenpriyanka.com. Buy my new single, Cake. My album comes out July 16th, and so does my second single called Bitch, I'm Busy. Bitch, I'm Busy. You can find me at Alec Moffa on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can listen to my podcast, my mental health podcast, Alec Moffa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey, psychotherapist. The official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast is every Wednesday on the WOW Podcast yes. Network. 
listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Priyanka, my granddaughter, I adore you, Silky. So great spending time with you. For all things Drag Race, you have to listen to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast right here. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. This has been a World of Wonder production. 